Hey, this is Sandra. This is Jess. And this is Emily. And you are listening to Town Meeting, a Gilmore Girls Rewatch podcast. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Happy Birthday, Baby. Yeah, happy birthday, Lorelai. Definitely so not a baby. A Marilyn Monroe <laughs> reference? Um, maybe, I guess. Doesn't she sing Happy Birthday, Baby to JFK? I, mean, I thought it was Happy Birthday, Mr. President, and it was all yeah. sexy. Maybe that's, okay, maybe that's what it was. Let me look this I up. I don't know. Either way. Never depend on me for things. <laughs> this is the Lorelai's birthday episode. This is the pizza yes, episode. I always is... think of it as the pizza episode. This is the only Lorelai birthday episode. Yes. Are there... there there are no others. No, no others. I love that we all have like our little memory devices. Like I fondly remember the hockey episode. Sandra mm-hmm. remembers the pizza episode. <laughs> oh, see, to me, this is the Jimmy Choo episode. Okay, and yeah, we will talk fair. about that <laughs> next week. <laughs> but why don't we jump into this episode? So this episode begins, like many episodes, at a Friday night dinner. But there's something special about this Friday night dinner, and it's the cook. The cook being Richard? Mm-hmm. Not the maid, it's not the chef, it's, it's no. Richard. It's Richard. Richard, and for some reason, as soon as Emily announces, like, there's some special dish that he used to have his nanny make for him when he, you know, my brain immediately went to turtle soup, but that's, we're not there yet. We're not to turtle soup yet. I don't even know that reference. Oh. Is that a season seven? Mm-mm. No, it's coming oh, up, it's like, tricks. Yeah, it's coming soon. Season four. Yeah. It's season yeah, four. Yeah. Okay. Roy's at Yale. I don't, I don't watch season four and five as much as I <laughs> wanted, uh, one, two, three, but... I probably have seen it then. Um, but no, Richard's not making that. He's making something else. He's making Johnny Machete, uh, which appears to be like a pasta salad, a casserole of some kind. I don't know why, but for some reason in my head, he was going to bring out like ratatouille. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I I don't know why. I don't know where that connection came from other than <laughs> weird colorful dish. I mean, it's like... Ratatouille is a little too highbrow for this meal. This is this is absolutely like comfort food that you make for a child. And Emily is kind of horrified by it. She says she will eat three bites. Um, but Lorelai and Rory are starving and they are happy to eat anything, as per usual. They will. Yeah, they don't care. So he says, Gran used to make this for me when I was feeling sad. Is Richard feeling sad? Yeah, what brings it up? Do you think he made it because something's going on with him? Do you think he got the investment check and he knew what Lorelai was going to do with it? <laughs> no, I think, he, I think he I got surprised. So. He got jump scared at the end. I think I think he probably just was having a craving. Do you ever have like Maybe, a weird yeah. craving yes. for something you ate as a child? Absolutely. Oh, I yeah. did that recently. Absolutely. I wanted some of that cinnamon swirl bread. Not the kind with raisins, mm. just like the loaf of bread that has cinnamon swirls in it. Mm-hmm. And my fiance got me some, and it's Aww. absolutely living up to my memory. You know what I'm craving, um, and I can't really eat right now because I'm on a diet? Dunkaroos. 
Oh, Ooh, the cookies with those the frosting, right? Yeah. I kind of want to break the diet and go get some, but you know. I mean, it's the holiday season. It is. When we're recording. <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now in November. <laughs> when you guys hear it, it's probably late winter, early spring. <laughs> Possibly February. Anyway. My pregnancy craving. So when I was, uh, when I was like four or five years old, I lived with my grandparents right after my parents divorced. And so I was with my grandma all day and she would make me cocoa wheats for breakfast every day, oh. which is like. A chocolate cream of wheat. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's hard to find around here. Only certain stores carry it. But every so often, I'm like, man, I need some cocoa wheats. Oh. Mostly just a bunch of sugar. That's all right. Sugar's <laughs> part of a balanced diet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a gestational diabetes test tomorrow morning. <laughs> I cannot have it today. <laughs> yeah, let's hold off. <laughs> but the bigger thing, surprisingly bigger than Johnny Machete, is that... Rory decides that this is the right time to announce her big news. Because, Mm -hmm. obviously, they've been talking about colleges, they've been doing their pro-con list, they've landed on Yale. Oh, okay. It's going to be Yale. And who is going to be the most excited out of every single person they know? Obviously, Richard and Emily. Right? Except... (laughs) They Dead silence. They announce it, and it's just nothing. Absolutely nothing. And Lorelai and Rory have to talk them into being excited because they're both so scared of showing favoritism towards Yale because of the drama that already happened. I mean, that's what, what, deep-fried Korean Thanksgiving? Like, just the subject of possibly applying to Yale came up, mm-hmm. or that Rory did apply to Yale, and Lorelai had a complete meltdown. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, of course, when they like, went to Yale, that was a disaster. Right. No, well, I things are understand the reaction. Mm-hmm. I, I fully understand the reaction. It reminds me of every time Lorelai has tried to share news with Emily, and she gets that same, like, deadpan, oh, okay. Yeah. Except this time, like, they know. The girls know that the grandparents should be excited about this, so they call them on it. Yeah, I'd love this scene. It's almost like they're trying to convince them. It's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. All smiles. And, and then, oh my gosh, she got into Yale. She's I, going to Yale. This might be one of my favorite scenes of like the entire series. This is mm-hmm. so sweet because they both rush off. Uh, Emily has to go brag, of course. Mm-hmm. And Richard has to go call somebody. Oh, I think also go brag. Yeah. Like tell someone else that is stupid. Yeah. Unquote. They both rush off and they both rush back to Rory and we get that grandparent hug that I think is in the mm-hmm. intro. Yes, um, it is. Ugh, so sweet. I wish that we could always be this happy with them. <laughs> Not even this in this episode. Is just, <laughs> it's just warm, fuzzy feeling intro. Oh, yeah. It is, to me, pure Gilmore Girls fuzziness, everything's right, happy with the world intro. Yeah. I know we don't end there, but we start there. <laughs> yeah. Well, because in our next scene, we go to a site that is not nearly as cheerful, and that is the inn. Because, as we all remember, the fire happened, and they are working on getting back in. It's open, or the inn, you can go into the inn, but they are not currently ready for guests. And they're having a meeting, a staff meeting, which somehow just means Michelle, Lorelai, Suki, and the night manager? So this is like I assume a management, a manager yeah, meeting, a manager yeah. meeting. Um, but they call it a staff meeting, and uh, they needed to figure out how they are going to 
make the inn work, essentially, with limited rooms, no dining room. And we meet Tobin. Tobin. You know, I... Guys, I gotta be honest. I have a really bad memory, right? I do know Gilmore Girls seasons one to three like the back of my hand. For some reason, this episode, Tobin always surprises me. I'm always really? like... It's it Tobin. Says, oh, this is that episode. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this is the Tobin episode. Yes. What do you guys think about Tobin? Well, huh. so the thing is, I would be on Tobin's side up until that bagel bite where he bites the bagel and he looks has fiercely smirk. at Michelle. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's like, doing it glares. on purpose. Mm-hmm. So what I what I absolutely love about that scene, though. Actually, let's back up a little bit. Yeah. Lorelai walks up to Michelle and Michelle's like, hey, the Rappaport showed up. We didn't. We forgot to call them. So I sent them home. Yeah, Michelle. So, two episodes Michelle. in a row, Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Michelle, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? How do you still have a job? Lorelai sits down. We do the meeting. Tobin does his whole sucking up thing. Right, because it is sucking but, up. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's yeah. horrible brown nosing. It's horrible yeah. sucking up. But the entire time that Tobin is like sucking up to Lorelai as she's getting ready to walk away because Tom needs something and then she just leaves him hanging for five minutes so she can have another discussion with Tobin. <laughs> Suki's in the background watching this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Does she know of the rivalry and just let it go? Oh, 100. Does she not care? This has to be Does like... Lorelai know? You know how Lorelai sits and watches uh, Jackson and Suki fight? Mm-hmm. This is Suki's sits down and watches this fight. See, the difference, though, is Suki and Jackson is, like, good-natured. They love each Fair. other. Yeah. There's there's love underneath those fights. This fight is pure hatred. Power struggle. Yeah. There, yeah, there's a really weird dynamic here between Michelle and Tobin. And, again, it kind of brings into question, like, what is Michelle's role? Like, does he serve as, like, the day manager, right? Is he the mm-hmm. opposite of Tobin? Um, and that's why he's so frustrated that he's here. But yes, Mich- uh, Tobin does use this opportunity to continue sucking up to Lorelai. He, you know, offers to come in and help out during the day, even though he's the night manager. He's bought her a birthday gift, a cappuccino-scented fl- uh, candle. And what really sets Michelle off is that during this meeting, they're trying to figure out how the inn is going to succeed. And Michelle kind of floats like, what if we do the B&B thing, right? Mm-hmm. Suki makes Which food at home. Lorelai hates it. Of we course. have a couple of rooms. We do free wine and cheese in the afternoon. Everybody's like, no, B&Bs suck. And then Tobin is like, you know, I'm not a B&B fan myself. But Get off that my side work. immediately. It's so <laughs> that funny. That might be my favorite uh, line it's of this so episode. It's so funny. off my side. <laughs> it's, I love it. Um, it's fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, and I mean, it's, that seems to kind of all push Lorelai to be like, I'll consider it. I'll consider doing the B&B thing. But, like, in all honesty, they don't have another option. They no, don't have a right? dining room. They can't do meals and, like, a restaurant. B&B is as good as they're going to get until they fix it. Which, Tom is being given ten days. He wants two weeks. We know that Tom works miracles but he doesn't even get through the two weeks right he just starts mm-hmm. to say, say two, two and months then she cuts anything. him off yep he might he might be like it's gonna cost this is gonna be two years yep. right before you <laughs> we don't know because the fire damage is extensive uh the dining yeah. room is completely is. out and five rooms upstairs which i think we've gotten before that there's 20 rooms 
Yeah, well, right? there's enough for everybody who stayed during the Bridge the Bridge, Bridge dinner. dinner, right? And mm-hmm. that was a pretty hefty That's group. True. And the Independent Inn is bigger than the Dragonfly. Dragonfly. And I remember yeah. the Dragonfly has about twenty rooms, so it might actually be a bit more. Uh, no, the Dragonfly has eight rooms. The Dragonfly has eight. Has okay. Eight rooms. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Potentially fifteen. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure there's also like smoke damage, even if there were rooms that weren't completely destroyed. Like mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. all of those rooms are places people would want to stay. Regardless, well, I know. <laughs> I remember in a. I know in a future episode when Mia's son comes and start checking it out, they only have two operating rooms at that point in time. Oh wow. Okay. Hmm. Or maybe maybe they only had two guests. I we'll have to figure it out when we get to that episode. But for some reason, I think in two rooms. Yeah. Can we talk about Tobin as a character though? This yeah. is the second gay coded character we get. Mm-hmm. Michelle with no confirmation. Being the fir- exactly. With Michelle being the first, Michelle is confirmed in the revival. Mm-hmm. To be mm-hmm. fair, um, but we don't see Tobin. But we don't see Tobin. So I just want to throw that out there. This is the second time we get the same kind of character. Of course, the two gay-coded characters are rivaling. Right? It's a little st- stereotypic. Absolutely. To me, Michelle isn't obvious. Like, it's a is he or isn't he. He doesn't, okay. like, completely set it it's off. It's like, maybe he's just extremely European, right? <laughs> yeah. He's just French. <laughs> Tobin, to me, is obvious. Yes. A little just bit more. His inflections, the way he talks. So it's it like you said, it's really interesting that they they throw it in there, but then they never confirm it. Yeah. yeah. So well, and they why? make them adversaries. Like it's yeah, you can't have you know two gay coded men and have them not be catty with each other in an early two thousands show. Like that's so frustrating because that's not the How? way it is. <laughs> How cute would it have been if this was like an enemies to lovers thing, right. and then in a year in a life they're married oh, and they have Tobin like was Michelle's an adopted kid. <laughs> no, and... they just have a bunch of little chow puppies. <laughs> oh yes, all the chow puppies. Uh, either way, anyway, either way. So <laughs> we kind of end on Lorelai will consider the B and B option, and we also know that there's going to be continuing tension between Tobin and Michelle. Which leads me to believe that Lorelai also knows about it and is just doing it to get under Michelle's skin. Especially if he pulled what he did at the fire and looking for a job and then sending the Rappaports away. She's like, mm, now, now I'm going to needle you for being bad at your job. Right. And it really makes me think about a, a later episode. Like when we find Michelle, oh, I don't know, working somewhere else and we find out like drama. It's like, come on, dude. You kind of were asking for it by right, being yeah. really bad at your job. Right. Either way, we do move on to the Gilmore Girls' house, where Lorelai and Rory are making their list of things that Luke needs to fix during his annual five hours of birthday labor. And, I mean, Lorelai's even coming up with outlandish, absurd things. Like, do you think he could push the wall out and make us a bigger kitchen? For what, I ask? For what do you need a bigger kitchen? <laughs> you remodel your house in about five seat or in about four seats, nope. three seasons in the future sometime. <laughs> and Tom asks, "Do you want a bigger kitchen? No. Why? That's don't totally use fair. it. Yeah. What I thought was interesting is that apparently he's been doing this since Rory was thirteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because that means Lorelai and Luke were at a level. Where she he offered this to her, not at the level where uh, 
she would have asked for right so much. Now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But apparently two years before, he was with Rachel, and she didn't even know who Rachel was. Oh, yeah, fascinating. Well, so, supposedly, and I don't know why this is sticking in my head, Luke and Laura Lai met when Rory was 11. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. I know. So that but... would be, if if that makes sense, that would be, okay, two years into their friendship, he's like, hey, I'll give you a birthday present now, five years of Okay. Or f- five years of labor at your house. <laughs> five years of labor. <laughs> I mean, this is a pretty wild birthday gift to give. This is like a really great birthday gift right? to receive. Depends on who's giving five hours of labor. From Luke, yes. From somebody from like Kirk? me, maybe not. Yeah. From Kirk, maybe decline that Yeah, gift. right. Well, during the scene, we also get a phone call from Paris. And Paris is like a little bit stir crazy. She's gone through all of the work that we saw Rory drop off at her house previously. And her first year of college, apparently. She's just like, because she realizes her mom is coming back. She's going to have to go back to school. She wants to know, are people still talking about my big explosion on C-SPAN? Rory's a very good friend and is just like, no. No, of course not. Like, Chris is like, ah, great. If this happened in real life, 12 years from now, they would still be talking about the time. Did you hear about that girl that talked about virgins on C-SPAN? I mean, anytime you Googled Chilton, it would come up. Paris Geller's virgin speech would be (laughs) like the number one result. 12 years in the future, the students at Chilton, it would be an urban legend Mm -hmm. or a myth until Mm -hmm. somebody pulls up the clip. Yep. Yeah. And confirms it. And that clip gets confirmed like every five years. But yes, Paris, they're not talking about (laughs) Yeah, Rory right. gives Paris some very Lorelai advice um, to just get out, do something, have fun, live your life. Don't think, uh, right? Don't think. Just, just do. You're thinking. Stop thinking. Just go. And Paris, well, she runs with that, but we won't find out what we're she not, decides to yet. do <laughs> for a little while. Uh, and it's birthday week, which. Are, are either of you birthday week celebrators, or do you just do birthday celebrations? Yes and no. I mean, I try. Yeah? I normally get turned down, but I try. <laughs> when it's my birthday week, I won't ask for anything, but I'll be like, it's my birthday this week. Be nice to mm-hmm. me. Kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My fiance and I always, our birthday thing is we put up decorations, mm-hmm. and it's the same decorations, the same, like, crappy Dollar Tree dollar decorations that i got years ago we put them up every year and then we leave them up for the week oh so just a whole week of birthday (laughs) anyway it's birthday week and there are lots of plans to be had they've got uh sephora day they're getting i have all of them if you want me to tell you yes please yes yeah monday facials at sloopies sloopies what kind of name is this Sloopy's of this whole conversation, that's the one thing that stuck out in my head was facials at Sloopy's. Are they slooping the cream on your face? Like what I is guess. happening here? Anyway, double feature Tuesday, uh, Sephora Wednesday. You were right there. Complimentary makeover Thursday. So I guess with the makeup at they're getting Sephora? from Sephora, or are they going to Ooh. like department stores and like getting their makeup Ooh, and stuff maybe. done? Oh, no. yeah, I know, like, Macy's and stuff will do that. Mm-hmm. Or while well, they used to. And then Friday, yes, they'll do it. Right. Yeah. Where, um, she's not having a party. No, no party no for party. Lorelai. <laughs> no. Except totally party for Lorelai. See, what, what was yeah. it? 
Miss Patty and Bette wanted to get her a throne to and, ha and hire some hot guys to carry her around town. She's like, no. Kirk wanted to get the Red Hot Chili Peppers to play. No. She wants a nice, calm evening at home. Why are you so mean to mommy? <laughs> <laughs> I just like, obviously we've seen so many examples of Rory being so well loved by the town. And we will see lots of examples of Lorelai being loved by the town, but like, I I can't imagine having like friends and neighbors that are like, we want to stop everything and throw a big birthday party for you. That would be wild. That would be wild. Wish I had that many friends. <laughs> right? <laughs> I had like 10 people over and I was like, wow, this is a lot of people. Can't imagine a whole group of people. Not anymore. Right? Not as an adult. Yes. No. And I'm the same age as Lorelai. Peaked. Okay. I'm two years younger than Lorelai. We find yeah. out she's 35 mm -hmm. in this episode. <laughs> well, we also get one more phone call in the scene, um, and it is from a secretary, Richard's secretary, because Karen. she's trying to set up a meeting with Lorelai, and Lorelai realizes that her dad is literally sitting right next to him, or next to Karen, gets him the phone, and... Gives him a hard time. He wants to set up a meeting, just the two of them. We don't know what it's for. Just a meeting. It does bother me that he won't tell her where, though. Like, you <laughs> have to plan around, like... Tomorrow. Tomorrow at three, I'll have Karen call you tomorrow with the details. Like, okay, but am I going to be making a 15-minute drive or a 45-minute drive? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Completely legitimate concern. Well, as we know, Rory is teasing Lorelai about not having a party, but... There is actually quite a party in the works. We go to Weston's, where they are putting together the order for Lorelai's cake, which honestly sounds disgusting. It's Whipped frosting and buttercream frosting. Just so much frosting. There's cupcakes on top of the cake. Maybe I am the only anti-frosting girly on this pod, but, like, I'm here for the cake. I'm not here for the butter and sugar that you whipped and put on top of it. <laughs> I don't mind frosting. I like the I like the, I like both. I like a good 50-50 mix. They go Ooh. together. Too much frosting and it just like yeah, and it's, it's too, too rich. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we do hear that they attempted to make a frosting purely or a cake purely out of frosting at one point and it failed. How do you put frosting on top of frosting on top of frosting? Freeze you have to freeze it. Yeah. That's a lot of work for these girls. It's a <laughs> that lot is a lot of work. <laughs> and we also learn that the world's largest pizza is the goal here. That is what we want to have for Lorelai's birthday. Mm -hmm. And other people are assisting on this project. And I believe it is Lane who mm -hmm. comes up and is like, I got bad news about the world's largest pizza. It's ginormous. It's like completely not something that they can do. They can't even get the biggest pizza in the tri-state area. But they're going to have a mighty big pizza. We're just going to tell her. Right, because the largest pizza is 122 feet and 8 inches. And mm -hmm. the one in Litchfield, which is like the town next to Stars Hollow, is still 98 feet. Yeah, so, obscene. Massive. <laughs> that is obscene. I think we end up with like a 15-foot pizza or something like that. I mean, when Did we say? see it, and we'll have to talk about when we see it. It's a pretty big pizza. It is. It's something that you could feasibly put on top of somebody's car, though. That's what, that's the size we eventually get to, but we're not Should there yet. Should you? So, is the other question. <laughs> I got the most recent largest pizza oh, that's buddy. ever, or at least that has the Guinness World Record for being the largest pizza. 
And it doesn't give me the same measurement, but it gives me a surface area of 13.5 thousand square foot. Someone who's good with math, tell me what that means. 100 by 13. Oh, 13. it's 1.3 miles long. Okay, that's too big. <laughs> How do you cook that? It's 6,333 feet. I feel like do you that has that? to be, like, assembled of, like, many pizzas. There's no way you can cook a mile-long pizza. Joe suggests that. Later. It's 14 yeah. hours of multiple rounds of baking. There we go. There was 40 hours of prep, 17,000 pounds of dough, 5,000 pounds of sauce, and 3,900 pounds of mozzarella cheese. That is a lot of food. Does it tell you if people ate it? So, the pizza was then enjoyed by all volunteers and leftovers were donated to several local charities. So, okay, that's what I was hoping. Did anybody get cheese burns? <laughs> it does not say, but... <laughs> we'll talk about cheese burns later. We can't, <laughs> we can't jump to cheese burns. We have to get there. Yes. Okay. Well, and we also run into Jess, who in this particular scene is a pretty Quite great the boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. They're making plans. Uh, he wants to rent Almost Famous again. Kind of a Dean and joke, isn't it? A little bit. But yeah. it's like Almost Famous versus Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know, like, have... look at how different these guys are. <laughs> I have a yeah. problem with this scene. Because Rory says, okay, I'm going to have to watch Kate Hudson commit suicide again. She actually doesn't commit suicide. in the. She almost does. But she survives. Well, also, it's so like I guess she should have said a spoiler, yeah. right? Yeah, that it is, is a huge spoiler. And didn't it come out roughly in that time? Am I crazy? No, did it come out it earlier? Came, it, it's oh, been 2000. Out for a while, okay, I like think. three years earlier. Yeah. Do you think that's why we got that weird Kate Hudson dig earlier in the was it this season or last season? Somebody was like that. Oh, terrible that insipid Kate, Kate Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's the college scene uh, with Emily, the, the college freakout. Oh, because she even went to college, right? Yeah. Mm. How dare yeah. she be educated? <laughs> but yeah, so also learn in this scene that Jess says, you know, hey, are you still doing Yale? Haven't changed your mind? Yep, still doing Yale. And Jess has looked up the distance from 22.8 miles. 22.8 miles. It's so cute. It's so cute, and Rory is not going to let him get away with being cute and not getting called out. And she just keeps saying, "You looked it up," and he's like, "I would I have pushed the exact same buttons. reaction." <laughs> oh, me too, absolutely. But the point is, I would also like to throw out, "Do you Yahoo?" Right? Um, was the actual <laughs> slogan for Yahoo at this time frame? <laughs> yes. Imagine yeah. Yahooing something instead of googling it. This show's yeah. so dated. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, um, back when people watched commercials. Hey, at least he wasn't asking Jeeves. That right? would be extremely oh. dating himself. <laughs> hey, guys. Lane calling them an old agoraphobic couple. A cute old. Super cute. Super, super cute. Isn't that the dream? Yeah. Isn't that what you want to be? At least that's what I want to be. <laughs> Just like that moment, though, with like them genuinely being cute and Lane genuinely being like, I'm rooting for you guys. It's like, man, this is what it could have been. Right? Well, we've we've talked in the past that, like, we get a lot of told not shown Jess mm -hmm. and Rory moments. Like, we're told they hang out, a lot, out there together a lot. We're told that 
you know, all these things. But this is one of those moments that we got a lot of with Dean and not a lot of with Jess, which is yeah. them getting together and hanging out. And that's kind of all it is. Nothing crazy happens. They're just, they're together. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. And it was nice. It was nice. It was very cute. It was. Well, we hop over to Luke's where Taylor and his lawyer, Nicole, because we cannot forget that Nicole is Taylor's lawyer. Mm-hmm. That's what she was first. Are looking over contracts for his soda shop. Yeah. And Taylor is being extremely cutthroat uh, in these. Probably more so than a candy shop probably should. And Luke and Nicole are obviously dating, and that bothers Taylor. <laughs> Taylor grossly oversteps some boundaries. Yeah, he even tries to set her up with his nephew? With Luke standing right there. I love Luke later. He's like, so after I dispose of Taylor's body, you and me want to do something with Nicole? Like, it's just so, like, And you know casual. what? I appreciate Nicole just like, yeah, that's great. Like, just goes along with it. Yeah. Because, she gets it. Yeah, right? As somebody who has to work with Taylor, I'm sure that she's like, yeah, do dispose of his body. I would not mind that. <laughs> Which... Didn't she say when we first meet her that she is just one of many lawyers on retainer yeah. and like Taylor cycles through? Yeah. Shouldn't shouldn't there be a new lawyer? Or maybe here he's by gone through the cycle. Or that, maybe oh because she <laughs> wants to be in Stars Hollow, she's right. offered to do it, which bless her heart. Not is worth, worth it. it? <laughs> Guys, dealing with Taylor. I have not something worth it. funny to watch in the background. I don't think it's a mistake, right? It's just funny. Jess is there serving coffee to another table. He makes a comment towards uh, Luke and Nicole. They cut the camera to Luke and then they cut the camera back to the other table and it's now Caesar. Jess has turned into Caesar. <laughs> I, it's, I don't think it's a mistake. I think it is just Jess left and Caesar came in, but it definitely yeah. looks like now Jess is Caesar. <laughs> well, hey. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is an abrupt little cut, huh? (laughs) So Jess puts the food down, and then it cuts to just Luke Luke and Nicole talking back and forth. Which is fair. It it, it goes on for at least 10 seconds, so it's fair that Jess left, but it just kind of looks like he's replaced by Caesar. And Caesar has a coffee pot. (laughs) Right? So they're doing different things. They're doing different things. Yeah. Well, either way, what, what Jess comments on is that Nicole says hey, my parents are going to be in town. Would you do lunch with them? You know, would you meet them? It's very squirrely. Yeah, because it's been a long time since he met parents, which is fair. I sincerely doubt he met Rachel's parents because of the way that Rachel was like, you know, all all over the place. So it probably has been like you know, his, his 20s or maybe even meeting a girl's parents in high school. So it's been a long time for him. And when Jess walks by, he's just like, just meet her parents already. Who cares like, if they hate you? Like, Jess? I'm sorry. We, let's, <laughs> let's back up to the early, early Jess and Rory days. She chose you when Jess goes to visit, to meet Emily. Mm-hmm. She knows why. She chose you. You have to get involved with all these people. This is the lecture that Luke gave Jess. True. And now Luke's like, hey, do you... Or Nicole's like, hey, do you want to meet my parents? He's like, oh, no. And Jess is like, no, you told me I had to. You have to, too. Yeah, I was forced to true. meet Lorelai, so. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? He is right. So what Absolutely. if they hate you? <laughs> you can say you did it. 
Been there before. Well, and Jess needs to leave because he's a child who needs to go to school. You sure? Which, right? again, it puts all of this timing into really weird, like, it seems like it's the middle of the afternoon when the, all this is happening, but apparently it's It's like 6.30 or 7. Oh, my gosh. I'm just yeah. assuming this is the beginning of a new day. Yes. This well, is this is Wednesday. Fingers I crossed. I had a friend in um, high school who I talked to online. Um, she lived yeah, in Florida and she had online classes and like in class classes. But this was way before COVID. This was right during the early 2000s. Um, so she would be like, I have to go to school now. And it would be like two o'clock in the afternoon. But it would be because she did her Ugh. online classes in the morning, right? Oh. So, like, but this is not Florida, right? This is Connecticut. No. He goes to school at 8 o'clock in the morning or what happens. Well, you. that's the thing. Well, does he? He doesn't go to school. Right. Because he goes, Luke kind of gives him a hard time about you're going to school. Yeah. Luke steps out to watch him. Jess walks across the street directly towards the school. Luke goes, oh, all right. Turns around. Turns back to see Jess just skirt off to his car because he is going to Walmart. Like, literally parked at the corner of the school. Yeah, a little suspicious, bud. I can't help but think That's that, all. like, if Jess would have just gone into the school and gone down That's the hallway and turned left, then he would have gone out the front door directly to his car mm-hmm. and Luke would never would have known. That's what I was thinking, too. Yep. Like, he, his car is parked right Jess, in front of an smart. entrance. <laughs> Like, yeah. I then we want to get this whole storyline. No. No. Because later on we hear Luke's side of it and he says, you know, waited until nobody was looking and went to his car. Everybody could see him. He wasn't just out in the schoolyard. Yeah. Honestly, the fact that he ran at the last minute makes it even less subtle. Like, he is so obvious. Jess is not going to school and Luke knows Jess is not going to school. But then after that, we move on. We we get to back to Chilton. Madeline and Louise are discussing their college, mm-hmm. who where they're going. One's going to Tulane. One I missed. Um, Brand- one is going to Mills College, and I think the other one's calling. What's Brandis? Because I got Brandeis. oh yes. they Brandeis? they talked about Brandeis, okay. but Louise is going to Tulane instead. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, Mills College. Do you guys is that a real college? Let me look it up real quick. I bet it is, but I don't... They did not seem very happy about it. Um, It is a real college. It's a Northeastern Northeast. University, like, knockoff is the wrong oh. word. What's the word? In Oakland. Wait, what? It's a- Miles College at Northeastern University. Yeah, so it's... Mm-hmm. In California. What's it's a- not in the Northeast. No, no, no. no. It, Northeastern is a university in Chicago. California. California? Apparently they have a campus... We're very confused by Mills College, but she's not anyway, going there. She, Nor- Northeastern Madeline. Uh, University is in Massachusetts. That's it. It's a very prestigious yeah, okay. Ivy, but or Ivy uh, adjacent. But it seems like Mills College is like the small little college they have in mm-hmm. California. Still looks like mm-hmm. a very good school. Of course. They're unimpressed with mm-hmm. it, but that was the backup, so you got to go. Anyway, completely unrelated conversation because we never see hear about it again. Paris walks in with a cast on on her nose. <laughs> Did Paris get a nose job? They're immediately no. like, oh my god, you finally got it done. No! Come on! Don't Rude. be so mean. 
No, she got it pierced instead. Or tried to. <laughs> so here's my thing. Parents, yes, they are mean to think that Paris got a nose job, right? But then Paris is super mean to Louise. Like, she's like, if you had some brain cells or something. What did she say? Like, yeah. um, no, I was trying to breathe and have some brain cells, unlike you, or something of that nature. And it was just like, damn, <laughs> did that warrant that? I mean, maybe it makes sense why they didn't know she was missing, because they're like, she's not very nice to us anyway. Right? They all seem kind of like friends. I mean, we had that a couple episodes ago where they were like, oh, yeah, it's been really quiet. We've been able to breathe because Paris isn't there. Mm-hmm. And now Paris comes in, obviously super self-conscious about this giant bandage on her nose. Like, it's Paris. She's going to come in swinging. Yeah. That's fair. And then they just set her off by, do you finally get your nose done? I don't blame her. No. I do love the one guy that tries to pay her $10 to see the nose. And she's like, mm, come back when you have a 20 <laughs> <laughs> For $14. She got her nose pierced for $14, which I feel like is pretty cheap. That feels like Claire's well, like run. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. I mean, she said it was the $14 like stud or hoop or whatever. Hoop, yeah. Is what infected her. If you go to Claire's, I don't think they charge yeah, you. Yeah, a piercing free a piercing fee if it's you buy the, something. Yeah. If you go to a reputable vendor, <laughs> they do charge. Yes. Go to the reputable vendor. Anyway, Rory gets a taste of her her uh, advice that she gave Paris. She's like, "I told you to go out, have fun." So Paris did. Yeah. <laughs> Not put a third nostril in your face. She didn't think. She just got Not her nose painful. pierced. Although. I will say, the other day I was just bored and I was like, I just gotta do something. I just gotta do something. You know what I did? Did you get your nose pierced? Did you pierce your nose? <laughs> I opened a Roth IRA. <laughs> that so was okay. nice. Get that. crazy. Is- do something without thinking. In case you're wondering, this is the announcement that we are all old. Yeah, We're all in our 30s now. Yeah. So. <sighs> and apparently the idea of a fun time is opening an, a Roth IRA. <laughs> Yeah, great. That's fine. Social Security is not going to be here when we're time when it's time for us to That's retire. Anyway. I'm investing in my future <laughs> fun. <laughs> Yay! But while there, Rory does get a call from Pete. Pete mm-hmm. and, and Antonioli's, I think, is what it was called. Antonioli's, yeah. Wait. And yes, you're right. Rorino, we need a thicker crust for the pizza. I hate that. Rorino, like little bambino. I don't know. That, is that what he's pulling it off of? I, I think the first time I watched it, I was like, did this person just th- not know her name was Rory and thought her name was Rorino? I think it's I probably know. like a cute nickname that he's had for her for a long time. Maybe. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> anyway, they need a thicker crust for the pizza. Well, he also suggests putting like a secondary, he wants to do a secondary crust, like a retaining wall. And then Rory's like, or you could make it a bigger crust and he's like a bigger crust workshopping it i like it (laughs) yeah this starts the recurring like i don't know how to make a pizza even though i'm a pizza man and rory has to show me how segment of this episode i don't like this whole pizza making thing because it it ties oh my god charlie's watching the old school like sam and cat and iCarly from nickelodeon Mm. like 10 years ago Mm -hmm. Which the entire show is based around having non-functioning adults. Yeah. If there are functioning <laughs> adults me. in any of these shows. Spencer was my crush growing up. 
And I love Spencer him. is half functioning <laughs> and he's he's the most. He's he's yeah. the one that does the most of the show on any of these shows. But I'm like, duh. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Adults who don't know how to adult, and that's what that's what Pete feels like. Yeah. A pizza man yeah. who doesn't know how to pizza. Basically. Well, and then when we eventually see his staff, we are like, okay, so it's this just a sense. bunch of <laughs> bumbling yeah. idiots. But it's Kirk and Joe. They've expanded the pizza crust is essentially what we get out of this conversation. Yeah. But we move on. We are back at the Gilmore Girls house. Lorelai walks into her kitchen and her table has decorated in Malamars. Happy birthday, Lorelai. So cute. Luke knocks on the back door. He is there for his five years of labor. I'm just standing with it. Five years of labor. Five years. How do you guys feel about the whole Malamar discussion? She picks up one off the table, goes to the cabinet. You know what? I kind of get it. Is it, I get, is it bad? I get it. <laughs> I would do the same thing. Right? Also, but I think I would probably just go and get one from the cabinet. Okay, so you're on no. Luke's side here. Rather than mess yeah. anything up. Yeah. I mean, like, either way, it's a weird discussion. I'm sure I would just pick one up, eat it, and then be like, oh, but now the A is ruined. Let me put another... Cookie. I would do 100% what Lorelai yeah. did because, because the cookie, immediate access. And then I can enjoy the cookie <laughs> mm-hmm. while I replace the cookie. Exactly. I'm I'm on board. I get this. Yeah. And one thing is, as Luke comes in, he does say, like, your slave is here. And I'm like, there's no, there's no flirty comeback, Lorelai? Well, she does. She says, where's your French maid outfit? Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes okay. Yeah. That's Underneath what I was, the clothes. Yeah. Underneath the plaid. Underneath the yeah. plaid. <laughs> yes. So, oh, they're still flirting. So, no, don't you worry. Mm-hmm. Chore number one, fix the garbage disposal. Remove spoon from garbage disposal. I, I did just did she... do this for my fiance. He was like, it's stuck. And I was like, I reached my hand and I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> I've been traumatized <laughs> by Supernatural. There was... And by yeah, heroes. Same. Oh, heroes. Um, all, all of them. All of them. All of the but shows. I, I, Supernatural has always stuck in my head because it was so graphic. Yeah. And I'm just like, I always unplug it. Yeah. See, I don't unplug it. I just, is it sticking up enough that I can get whatever's in there without putting my hand down there? Okay, I'll get it. No? Sean, (laughs) come get this, please. I'll get the tongs maybe sometimes and see if I can get them out with the tongs. Yep. But Luke has information to share with Lorelai. Jess isn't going to school. You're right. And it's sad. Also something else, though. He mentions. Oh, yeah. And Nicole. Mm-hmm. Nicole's parents. Yeah. Why do you guys think he told her that? I mean, it They're feels kind of like something friend, you right? would tell a friend. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's their relationship is so difficult to like pin Point. down because they're constantly like flirting. And then they'll be like, oh, also, I'm in a relationship. So Luke doesn't, other than Jess, who lives with him, Luke doesn't really seem to have any friends that he could, like, talk to about these things. Mm-hmm. And it's, Mm-mm. wondering if it's almost like an insecurity thing, like, I'm meeting parents for the first time and God knows how long. I need somebody to help, like, talk it up a little bit. Make it okay. Make yeah. me feel better about it. And Lorelai is one of his best friends, so he knows that she'll, she will help him feel better about it, is my thought. I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think he's going to call Liz. No, no, not at this point. Not this Liz. <laughs> Maybe in the last season, but not not now. Yeah. So we end up outside of Dosi's where Lor- Rory is pushing 
a dolly with Can I tell you how many sodas? The most Yes. Okay. The most sodas ever. So I um paused the episode <laughs> and I counted because I needed to know how many sodas. There's three hundred and twelve sodas there. I'm gonna go with two hundred Red Bulls <laughs> yeah, basically. and hundred and twelve sodas. It was two cases of Red Bulls and there were forty eight each. So that you're not that, that at all. Yeah. Um, and then all the rest were soda. But that was just like, that must be insanely heavy. In a practical right? point, those sodas must be empty. Because oh, no absolutely. way. Yeah. yeah. No way. Well, I was looking at that and I was thinking, okay, so obviously Rory can't get the booze or the alcohol. Who's supplying that? Good point. Because that's going to be three, four times as expensive as those sodas. And also, do you need that many sodas? Jesus. In case anybody's wondering... Red Bull is a uh, common mixer. Yeah. With the booze. <laughs> yeah. So why is whoever is supplying the booze not just bringing the soda too? I don't know. This seems like a party for like the entire town. And I know that's yeah. like yeah. what we're kind of painting it. But like it doesn't really look like that when we see it later on in, at the end. I don't know. 312 sodas? That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So how much does that cost? That's my other thing. It's like, okay, is Lorelai funding her own party or does Rory have enough like saved pocket money that she's able to pay for all of this? I have so many issues with the cost of this party, especially when we see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how is essentially an 18-year-old student slash child paying for all, like, is this going to her entire life savings right. to pay for this one party? I mean, it would be probably close to it. By the time that I was probably 18... I maybe had, you know, like $5,000 that I'd saved from working at my jobs. This party probably cost a few thousand dollars. Easily. And so does a little. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, I, I did but this, this fate, This is all to set up. Jackson comes up and harangues an 18-year-old girl because she disappointed his pregnant wife. She didn't consult Suki. Because she didn't go to Suki. About Which, the giant pizza. I mean, like, kind of a good point, but at the same time, there's a pizza place that they order pizza from all the time, and it never hurts Suki's feelings that they do that. Right? Also, Suki's in the middle with, of dealing with a burnt-down inn. She is. And is newly pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> so, like, maybe she doesn't want to put the additional stress on her. And also... But Jackson doesn't give her any kind of leeway to hey talk. Hey, guys, you know what ha- the pizza has? Vegetables. <sighs> he's a produce man. And she's like, it, it was included in the cost. Does he ever provide vegetables to this particular pizza vendor? vendor? Like, no. If he does, then not. you're already getting paid. Who cares? I just like that he calls <gasps> her young lady. Like, <laughs> yeah, Jackson is just, Jackson is trying to stand by his woman. And in this case, Jackson is wrong. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could see in the future, Rory. Coming up to see, like, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I honestly thought, you know, it would have been too much for everything else you're dealing with. And all is good. Yeah, I yeah. think it's fine. I'm if that was the reasoning. I'm surprised she's not at least doing the cake, though. Because, like, we've yeah. seen that Suki makes cakes for Lorelai. That's like, with the graduation really cake. Good point. yeah. She makes her wedding cake in the, the revival. Like, I got my a theory thing. on yeah. this one. Do you think it's just to remind people of Fran? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Kind of put Fran back in our minds. 
Look at how old she is. My theory is that Rory feels bad about all the cake tasting they did <laughs> when Lorelai was engaged. And actually got like, a cake this time. I'm I'm going to actually order a cake from Fran well, and this like, time. The whole point of that was like, isn't it awful that we're doing this when we know that Suki's going to do it anyway? Hmm. Okay. Interesting. But Fran is back in our minds, mm-hmm. regardless yeah. of um, her going to Suki or not. Which is important because in a couple episodes, something happens to Fran, but we're not there yet. Maybe it's a good thing. As of now, the Independence Inn has been burnt to a crisp. It will hopefully be up and running in 10 days. Mm -hmm. 10 days. And by the way, the Dragonfly, or not Drag, Fran's Inn is still not sold. Mm -hmm. It's still Fran's Inn. Mm -hmm. Dilapidated. Yes. So we get to the coffee house where Lorelai has now had like five cups of coffee because <laughs> it seems like Richard's late. He's, yeah, 20 minutes late or he something. Is. So late that Lorelai and the waitress know each other's names by now. Yeah, they're, yes, they're on first name basis. Richard shows up and explains, hey, when you are born, I was so excited. I went out and made an investment in your name. Well... We don't know what this investment was, but apparently there's a highway or a road or something go through going through it, so it's getting torn down. And Lorelai gets a check for seventy five thousand dollars. Can I? That she loudly announces so loud in the so middle loud. of a busy coffee house. So loud, yeah. coffee house. Can I say something controversial? Seventy five thousand dollars sounds low for an investment where they sold sold it so that there's a highway. Mm going through it 30 yeah on something that was built 35 years ago yeah that's true that doesn't feel like it all depends on how much richard actually invested that's fair yeah if he only did like 100 bucks or something then yeah yeah great be a great great (laughs) yeah i would love to know what that initial investment was right because if that was initial investment of like a hundred thousand dollars and he got 75 Like, it back. went down. <laughs> that would be I mean, terrible. I have to assume that he was being, like, at least a little bit conscious of how much he was spending because they literally just had a new baby, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of costs associated with that, but... But also he's was rich. Like a thousand bucks. Right, that seems right. Yeah. Well, it's probably... It's also something that Emily never knew about. So he probably couldn't just drop a ton of money either because Emily never finds out about this until the end of this episode. Well, I don't know how involved Emily is in the finances of the Gilmore that's household. Fair. Yeah, that's true. Fair. And she was a little preoccupied. You know, just that having a baby time. giving birth. <laughs> I could see even up to five thousand dollars, but I just mm-hmm. feel like seventy five felt weirdly low. Um especially yeah. for thirty five years. Yeah, and of- especially 20 years ago is that correct yeah yeah oh god that is correct <laughs> all that to say though if somebody handed me a check for seventy five thousand dollars right now like oh it'd be great it would be life-changing yes. because i live a very meager right. lifestyle <laughs> yes i would also not shout it no. in the middle of the coffee house and just scream mug me yeah which to be fair it's a check what are they gonna do with a check with steal your identity i <laughs> yeah. guess yeah. And that was like a big problem. I think was? at this well, it still is. But I feel like it just started <laughs> check fraud. Very much becoming a problem. Whatever. I'm moving on. Yeah. <laughs> well, and this is Words. like this is a sweet Lorelai Richard scene. It it's really like is. One of those good father daughter scenes that we get peppered in every season. We get like one or two and you're like, wait, 
they could be wonderful. And then he goes and does something absolutely awful at another point. Right. But yeah, this is really sweet. They joke about Jimmy Choo's because she's like, oh my god, that's like 500 pairs of Jimmy Choo's. He's like, you could get... No, you it was... You could get like... No, 50 Yeah, pairs. it was 50 pairs. Yeah. He's like, you could get 300 to 400 pairs of other less stylish uh, or like... More sensible. sensible yeah. yeah. But no, it's cute. I just... I love how he ends it with, you know, you'll shop around first. <laughs> <laughs> right. Honestly, I kind of back Richard. Oh, yeah. I also think you should get 400 shoes. Okay. I'm going to split the difference. Okay. You buy a couple pairs of Jimmy shoes. That would be more sensible. And then, <laughs> and then use the the remainder On for, you know, maybe get a couple pairs of Manolo Blahniks as well. <laughs> and then use the remainder for the sensible shoes. Or maybe, yeah. you know, on the first semester of your daughter's college for next year? No, no this no, oh, okay. is unnecessary. Cool, cool, cool. Unnecessary. Yeah. But it was a really nice moment, especially, yeah, like you said, Jess, with him ending ending with the, you know, your shop around. It's cute. It is cute. It is. They have similar sense of humor. They just don't get to use them very often. Mm-hmm. Then we get back to the Gilmore Girls' house. Rory and Lorelai are eating a massive bowl so big. of mac and cheese. And in this scene, they are my spirit animals. <laughs> I oh love it my so God. much. I love mac and cheese. Okay, guys. I love macaroni and cheese. I, and my mom loves to tell the story. I had a friend who lived in my subdivision and I made myself a box of mac and cheese because I was a teenager and that was and that's why you did to do yeah. it. And I, I put it in the Tupperware and I walked to her house eating the mac and cheese, <laughs> like side of the road. And I walked out of the house like, man, I love you mac and cheese. You are delicious. And my mom looks at me and she's like, are you talking to your food? <laughs> <laughs> i will say don't judge me mom as a person who does not eat dairy yeah mac and cheese is one thing that i look at and i go god i, I want to eat you so bad it would be absolutely Delicious. disgusting in the moment but like i look at it sometimes and i think oh, i wish i wanted to eat you <laughs> see i'm in the middle because i love it too but i can't eat it because i'm lactose intolerant and it makes me so sad like, there was honestly, a point in so my sad. life I thought I was lactose intolerant because I was getting a lot of stomach aches. Didn't care. Yeah. I cared because I was like, I'm going to be in pain for a long time. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Not giving it up. I'm very jealous of them here. But they are reveling in this $75,000 check. Oh, yeah. What do yeah. you do with $75,000? They're going to buy a boat because that's what rich people do. Again. Yale is very expensive. Why does this not cross their mind at any point? Yeah. You'd think it'd be at least mentioned once, but that's the sensible option. Right now, they're just having the fun options. Mm-hmm. Hey, question. Was FAFSA already a thing? FAFSA? Yeah. FAFSA. Yeah. Yeah, right? Um, I mean, because she graduated in 2003. My brothers went through okay. it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because I graduated in 2009, so I didn't know if it was a thing already. Which makes later on, whatever, we'll get into it when we, we get into the tuition talk. <laughs> but they are reveling in the $75,000, all the fun things they can buy. And we get another phone call mm-hmm. from Pete. Pete the Pizza Man. Because, and this is not about Rory's party, or Lorelai's party. It's not. It could be any of Rory's tons of friends calling to talk to her. She goes into her bedroom, Rory goes into her bedroom, and they were going to do a test run on the pizza. Which are you charging double then? That seems for the test run ridiculous. Yeah, 
but fair. You're making a giant pizza. Um, but by the way, they tried to put it on the car to bake it. And bottom line, Kirk has burns all over his hands <laughs> he and has feet. Lots of cheese burns covering what, like, it's all they, over him. Yeah. That's what they said. But then when they cut to him, he's just like, laying on a stretcher or something and his his like calves and feet are wrapped and they're wrapping his hands and like the rest of his body is fine you know that like harry potter thing uh neville says why is it always me that's kirk (laughs) why is it always Kirk? because it's funny but (laughs) kirk is just fun and goofy neville redeems himself as a badass fair fair um but no i was just mentioning like (laughs) why but nobody else could get severe cheese burns like truly no other character in Gilmore Girls could get severe cheese burns and just like never mention oh, it again right yeah you know Rory makes the very valid point of are you sure it's not an oven thing and it's a Kirk thing no I didn't think about that he, they also Probably no longer want to put cheese on it and it's like no you have to put cheese or sauce. or sauce. They don't want any oh, cheese yeah. or no. sauce. See, like, I love a cheeseless pizza, as our listeners duly know by now. <laughs> but, like, a, a sauceless pizza? That's a bread. That is a bread. It's not even it's, a flat bread. And that's exactly what Rory says. Yeah. That's bread. No, that's not an option. I love that, Rory. We're we're getting Rory who stands up for herself now. We're yeah. no yes. longer getting shy. And it's good. Bookish Rory. Rory. And um, she's seeming more like the college Rory we're going to see in mm-hmm. four episodes or something. She's she's starting to take after Lorelai and she's she stands up for mm-hmm. herself. She speaks for herself. You're yeah. not going to just walk all over me and, and tell me what to do. This was the agreement. Stand by the agreement. Lorelai pops her head in. Who was that? Laura, Rory makes something else. Lorelai, it's about me. <laughs> and that's the end of that scene. <laughs> But then we get back to Luke's apartment, and is was Luke snooping? Was he trying to? No, he's just I don't sitting exactly how at the starts. kitchen table, like waiting for Jess. And Jess comes in okay. with his hoodie up, and I'm just like, why? Yeah. Why? What's the hooligan look that you're having right now? <laughs> Maybe it was raining, <laughs> but like he would have. But to- Luke, whatever, it's fine. It's just me being pedantic. <laughs> but Luke tries to essentially talk him out of working at walmart yeah hey let me give you a raise of the diner let me take care of some of your more expensive bills yeah you gotta be you gotta be you know really tired with all the jobs and school and worry and let me let me do some of this for you and just like nah i don't need it why would i do that but like luke is pressing this right he's not subtle about it and then he even oh no says like i know you're not going to school yeah Luke does not have a I just want to I just want to point that out because later on I'm going to raise up a point but continue. I mean that's pretty much yeah. it. Just like no, I don't need it. I don't want it. And Luke has no idea what to do at this point so he's like I know you're not going to school. And Jess says I have it all under control, which is the most kid mentality ever. Yeah. Right? No, you poor summer child, you do not. We're not there <laughs> yet, but okay, Jess. You think you got it all under control. I mean, kudos to Luke for addressing it and i guess trying to save some of his per- some of jess's pride by hey let me make life a little easier for you but yeah he gave him an easy out mm-hmm. and jess said nope nope okay we'll date this hard we'll do this the hard way yeah. then but we jump over to the still messed up inn that has now transformed into a and b 
and mm-hmm. Lorelai hates it. But Tobin is living for all the new responsibilities that he's making. He's like he's bringing on to himself. Uh, he has ideas on how to fix the Tobin walls. Tobin is doing a total Martha Stewart. Yeah. He's going to fix the walls. He's going to recycle the china uh, that got broken. He made a frame mm-hmm. and candles. Like, he is living his best life redoing this. He's thing. arts and crafts thing. Yeah. Lorelai is so impressed. Because he's doing all of it right there in front of Lorelai. You know who's mm-hmm. not impressed? Um, is, is this French Michelle? guy? Yeah. His name is Michelle. <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> And Michelle is very jealous of everything that's going on. It's He's in competition with Tobin completely. So what has Michelle done? Let's be fair. Tobin is winning this, con- oh, this yeah. competition too. He is. Mm-hmm. And because Michelle is still Michelle at the end of the day, right? Like he doesn't, he brought up the idea of the bed and breakfast, but it's not one that Lorelai enjoys. No. But it is still a good idea. It is still a good but idea. But the thing is, Tobin is going above and beyond. Oh yeah, like with I mean the frame. The, and the, here's yeah. how yeah the teacups and here's how we can fix mm-hmm. this and do offering all that. to come in on his off hours. Right. Yeah. yeah. Michelle, on the other hand, is literally sending customers home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Lorelai seems to be paying so much attention to Tob- Tobin that Michelle decides this is the best moment to offer her a gift. I got you a birthday gift. It's a day book. And it looks beautiful. It actually yeah. is a really beautiful, like, is it a day book or was it, a, I, I thought it was a journal for um, some reason. She said, she called it a day book. Okay. I don't know That's what a day book is, but sure. Like a day planner, a planner of some kind. Okay. Yeah. A beautiful leather covered planner, day book, whatever but it guys, is. Guys, Tobin's not to be denied. He's gotten a second present. It's not even wrapped yet. It's in a bag. Because he's so... Tobin knows. Yeah, he wants to give her at the opportune time, and this is the best time. And what does he give? But Joe Strummer's leather jacket from the 1979 Pearl Harbor tour. And just... They do explain it in the show, but just in case you guys need to know who he is. Joe Strummer was the co-founder and co-lead vocalist of The Clash, and he had recently died in December of 2002. So now this is like a coveted item, even more so than usual how much money do you think that jacket so costs? much a letter of authenticity and everything right well, and like and we've never met tobin before it's not like tobin is part of the key stars hollow like besties crew why on earth would he get this for his boss apart from obviously to to win favor with her but like and why does he want to win favor does he want to become the day manager does he just want to mess with Michelle? I think he just wants to mess with Michelle. Wow. Maybe he has a crush on Michelle. He's like the <laughs> guy pulling you're really the, trying to make this happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to Well, happen. Michelle leaves in a huff, presumably to buy something even bigger than this jacket for Lorelai. We never hear about no, it again. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now it's officially time for the big meetup with the parents. And uh, Luke and Nicole... Are with them, and we jump into the middle of an argument, a debate, about surrogacy. So her father is arguing, saying that surrogacy is a business deal that cannot be altered. And Nicole is saying that if the mom changes her mind, then she should be allowed to keep the baby. This is a really heavy topic out of nowhere. To just be having a debate about. Yeah. In the middle of a random episode. Do not 
like Nicole's parents. Me neither. Well, I think it's, I got the idea that her dad is also a lawyer. Yes. And so, like, this is, like, how he bonds. Like, oh, we're going to argue, you know. But, like, when she brings her boyfriend for the first time. Yeah, and the mom is just like, this, hey, you want some cheese? Like, does this happen all the time? No, no. The mom isn't, hey, you want some cheese? The mom is, hey, you're not married. Have you ever been married? Yes. Do you want to have kids when you find the right woman? <laughs> They're like, the best. Yes, Nicole, for, like, obviously, with the woman of your choosing, they will have not, like, good for Nicole for, you know, throwing the comments in there. But, and I, I, I can't pinpoint anything specifically about it, but her dad just makes me feel like he's... A misogynist of some yeah. kind. I just I get I get it. I get the vibe. Yeah. And the mom of, is just like icky mother in law. It reminded vibes. me of Strobe. Strobe? Strobe, yeah. Strobe. Whatever his name whatever. is. Strobe. <laughs> Less <laughs> aggressive Strobe. Is. And Francine, who also does the same thing of like man arguing, woman being like, Hey, you want some food? Like and I mean, cause, well, because his his viewpoint in this is it's a transaction. She signed yeah. a legal document. It is what it is. And Nicole is like, but feelings, because she just went through almost nine months of hard physical mm-hmm. body labor, like hormones. It's it's a thing. Maybe have some compassion. Well, and what is compassion? Unfortunately, <laughs> this uh kind of weirdly triggers luke yeah the kids talk completely triggers him because it's i think it's nicole's mom that triggers more than anything because she's like yeah it is the children talk. kids are so rewarding mm-hmm. and he explodes just as on his mind and he's just like yeah until they stop going to school and they lie to you and like just goes off on a rant and i know this moment is horrifying and like to the parents or whatever but Luke considers Jess his son. That's what I got from this moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like this whole thing could have been ended very, very easily if Luke would have just been like, you know what? I'm so sorry. My nephew is living with me. He had a bad home situation yeah. and I just found out all these things about him today or yesterday. And Yeah, Luke was not in that I headspace. My mind. Yeah, he was in the yeah. let's rant about this headspace. He was being Luke. Yeah. Yes, he was. Luke and his, Around his girlfriend's parents that he met for the first time. Well, his girlfriend's parents didn't make a good impression either. Honestly, I wouldn't want mm-hmm. them to like me. You know what? Their debate topic is at the same level of just like awkward uncomfortableness as Luke's rant right? to me. Oh, yeah. He's just like, let me just return the favor of making you sit through an awkward conversation. And I would say after a disastrous family meeting like this, it would be very clear to me, maybe we don't really have a future together. You know, like, maybe, you know, there's going to be things that just don't work out. Clearly, we're not meant to be. That's where my brain would go. Really? I don't <laughs> think I would go that far, but I can I understand. I wouldn't just because I feel like Nicole did a very good job of trying mm-hmm. to, like, mitigate the damage of, like, I don't agree with what they're saying and what they're doing. And also, they're visiting. They're in town. That's How true. How often they are, are they actually around? And let's be real. If this was a real relationship, Nicole would be great. Yeah. Like, TV-wise, she's boring. But, like, you kind of want boring later on in life. Like, not, like, boring, boring. But, like, just, like, <laughs> I know you're not going to spend a $10,000 on stupid shit boring. Right? Yeah. Um, 
Sean and I are super boring. Yeah, it's fine. I'm well aware of this. I'm Old, good with it. Agoraphobic I mean, couple. That's what I want. <laughs> exactly. That's what we do. Our I date nights are watching movies at home. A retirement account for fun the other yeah. day. Like, I got this. <laughs> it's fine. Well, back in Stars Hollow, we go to Antolio's. Wait, Antil nope. And An- An- Antonioli's. Antolioli's. God, I've never heard this name before. <laughs> Makes me think of Roly Polioli. <laughs> We go to Antonio's. The pizza place. Uh, where Pete. Rory's getting the pizza from, and we see Pete, Kirk, and Joe just sitting, just chatting about this great idea they they brought up about yeah. how to fix the transport situation. Because we didn't mention before, with the transport situation, oh, Rory yes. was now in charge of somehow yep. procuring this, right? But they have fixed it. Instead of a large pizza, they're just going to make a hundred mini ones. Yep. Okay. Honestly, at this point, that would make so much more sense, but <laughs> Rory wants what Rory wants. I mean, Rory's like, no, that's not what I asked for. We, let's go back. A large pizza. That's what I want. Rory channels her Emily. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. A little no, bit. that's not what I'm paying for. I just gave you a check and I'm paying for this. You agreed to this. Uphold the contract. Yeah. I get and again, it. Pizza I dig Man it. is like, I like it. How? Pizza? Pizza what? Like, he's just not, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. Joe's there, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, good for the actor. Nice to see Joe. <laughs> this is only, like, the second time we've seen him? I think so. Um, Maybe second we've or third. We've heard the name before. I feel like he's delivered yeah. a pizza, and I feel like maybe we've run into him one other time just in town mm-hmm. or something at a meeting. Maybe. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, But meanwhile, over at Luke's, Luke is on the phone apologizing to Nicole for his outburst. But she's like, you know, I can't really make another lunch date for several months because they only come in every couple months. And Luke says, yeah, whatever. Book it. Do it. Luke is there. Luke's committed. Mm-hmm. Luke is committed. Is he all in? I don't know. I don't know. Because as they're having this conversation, Jess comes downstairs. He says, I'm going to school. He's not going to school. But he comes, at, he goes out. Two seconds later, he comes barreling in. He's like, get off the phone. I need the phone right now. Give me the phone. And Luke is like, what is going on? And just calls someone, the police. And he goes, how does the police have a message, like a voicemail? How does it go (laughs) to voicemail on the police? Which I totally agree with it. But anyways, long story short, his car got stolen. The clunker. Isn't that a bummer? (laughs) Do we know who stole the car? I think it's heavily implied. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Jess is just like, whoever did this, I'm going to kill them. Who could have done this? It was such a bad car. And Luke is like, hey, Jess, calm down. Go to school. I'll take care of it. I'll handle the police. I'll handle this. I'll handle that. You have class, right? You weren't going anywhere. Right. And Jess goes to the class. Jess is a smart boy. Okay? Yeah. That's his thing. He is smart. And not once in his head did he think, Luke took my car. Luke is I think winning. He's flustered. You know what I think? I think Luke, uh, Jess trusts Luke so much, it didn't even cross his mind. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. why would Luke do that to him? Mm-hmm. Except for all of the obvious reasons right? why Jess should not be allowed to have a car. <laughs> well, goodbye, car. We don't see this car until season four. Spoiler alert. 
Yeah, it's a while. But goodbye, car. And it, it is kind of heavily implied that Luke took it, right? He smiles and everything. Mm-hmm. This is another one of those, like, Luke proud parent moments where you're also just like, no, <laughs> that wasn't. He he gets that so wasn't close. The right, and yeah. then right? <laughs> just goes the wrong way at the last second. But guys, it's somebody's birthday. We finally got it. Got to Friday. And of course, I mean, they're a Friday night dinner. Right? Yep. Which I'm really surprised, which maybe Lorelai did, but I'm really surprised she didn't call and was like, hey, it's my birthday. I'm going to go do what I want to do. And her mom, like, man, they couldn't get out of the 16th. Yeah, they couldn't get out of the 16th birthday. They're not going to get out for the 35th birthday. (laughs) But I love it. It's the grandparents, Rory, and the maids singing her happy birthday on this huge cake filled with 35 candles. And then they finish singing, and they take the cake away, and they take the funnest part away. She's not she doesn't get to, to blow them out. I do like the offer of, would you like to blow out the tapers? <laughs> no. So I was going to mention, as a, I was watching this, I was like, oh, if it's Friday, then Saturday must be the party. But nope, the party is after, after the, the dinner. dinner. So the party starts mm-hmm. at nine. Damn, starts all of Oh, maybe that's early. I don't know. I'm old. Anyways. It's old. I'm, yeah, I, I can't mean, stay up that late. <laughs> yeah. I'm the closest to Lorelai's age, and no, my party would not start at nine. No. But we get, you know, because she wasn't allowed to blow out the candles, we get the bunny story, where Lorelai explains that she had a bunny when she was four. Actually, like, Richard and Emily kind of jump into, that yeah. she had a bunny when she was four, until one day it was gone, uh, Murray, she was terrified, she was terrified of, it. of it, and that's so, the bunny story. So she has a she has a pet that she's absolutely terrified of. So her parents get rid of it. And now she's traumatized for life that her parents got rid of her the pet that trauma that was hurting her traumatized yeah. her to begin with. It's a very confusing story. There could have been better stories. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah. guys, there, the scene ends with gift giving, but not to Lorelai. Not what you would expect from Lorelai. Uh, guys, I gotta add, like, she gives them a check. She gives them a check to pay off Chilton. Do you think it was all 75000 I don't know. I feel like it can't have been exactly 75000 because that would have, I feel like Richard would have, like, that would have given him pause, right? If it was like, we loaned you $75,000, I'm giving you $75,000, I feel like it must have been less than that. Because that connection never got made. See, my thing was, um, you remember that that's a lot of zeros after that five, right? I've always mm-hmm. I assumed five thousand. Assumed it was five thousand per marking period. Mm-hmm. If there's four marking periods, then twenty thousand a year. She was there for three mm-hmm. years, sixty thousand. Two yeah. and a half. Yeah, two and a half, yeah. It's like fifty, fifty five, yeah. yeah. I don't feel like it was the full seventy five thousand. I feel like it was a very good chunk of it. Especially because we have the whole, we don't have the money to pay for Yale or anything. And doesn't, this is in the future, but I believe Lorelai uses the leftover money to help with the dragonfly. Oh, we have to keep, yeah, we have to keep an ear out. I mean, that would make sense. So that's that's what it was implied to me, is that it was not the full 75000 Yeah. Well, regardless, Emily doesn't take this well. Emily, Emily is Emily. Um, she's severely offended by this oh well now you can get rid of us you don't need us anymore this was the only thing that made you come 
And Lorelai is like, isn't, wouldn't it be nicer if I wasn't here because of a threat, but just because I wanted to be? And she does say, like, it wouldn't be every Friday, but we would still come. And Emily goes, Emily, don't come at all. Maybe have some self-reflection that you have to bribe your child to come right? see you. Like, enough Friday night dinners have happened that it's become, like, part of their lives. You know, like, they just know on Fridays, mm-hmm. this is what we do. Mm-hmm. That when Emily says it, when Emily's like, well, now you'll never come again. It's like you start connecting, like, oh, wait, they are. They are just coming because there's a threat. Emily is just, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Like, I can totally see if Emily had not had this, like, extreme severe reaction. I know Lorelai is not a huge fan, but I wouldn't have been surprised if just once a month, once every other month, more than just holidays at least, there would have been a more... There would have been Friday night dinners like more Rory, often than what there were beforehand. Rory would have continued. Rory would have just... Yeah. yeah. Rory wants to hang out with them. Rory likes them. Well, not only is Emily mad, but so is Richard. Because this was supposed to be a secret. I told you. Because Lorelai says, <laughs> when, when dad, dad gave, gave me the check. When dad gave you the check? Like, oh, girl, come on. First off, bad timing. Right. I agree with Rory in the later scene. Bad timing. And then it was so clearly under the table. You know, mm-hmm. like, to do it separately, have his secretary make the appointment, like... Meet in a random coffee shop? I don't know. I don't know. To me, it just screams, Richard is a businessman, and this was an investment, so it's a business deal, so he's going to handle it as a business It definitely so wasn't why wouldn't said. he just do it at Friday night dinner? Yeah. Because that's not a business arrangement. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is personal. How many times has Richard gone to take a business call during a dinner? That's fair. Yeah, but it's (laughs) not real. His daughter's not really his business partner. True. Regardless, guys, both set of parents are pissed off at Lorelai. And not only are the parents, but Rory is too. And it's so awkward. And it's so awkward because it's Lorelai's birthday. I'm on Lorelai's side on this one, honestly. I feel really bad for Lorelai here. Uh, she gets a lecture yeah. from her daughter and like Lorelai is just like I don't like you pay off a loan. When someone bought lets you lends you money, you pay it off. I did what I was supposed to do. And also, she doesn't want Emily to have that over her anymore. Mm-hmm. Emily's toxic as hell to her. Yeah. I get it. I love Lorelai's response to Rory being upset with her did I not genuinely thank her did I not attribute yeah. 100% you going to Yale is thanks to them giving me this money but I have a very different relationship than mm-hmm. with them than you do and essentially it's toxic it's not healthy I feel terrible when I'm around them is what it comes down to so no it, the very first thing on my birthday if what I can do is get myself out from under this obligation of me getting torn down every week by the people who are supposed to support me yeah I'm gonna do that yeah it's a pretty harsh fight in that it's not really a fight it's a mom lecture like it's a daughter <laughs> lecture but then it turns into a mom lecture And we don't get those too often, or at least not yet. Mm -hmm. And Rory feels it. You know, she says sorry. Yeah. And I've been here, guys. I've been there where you're supposed to be happy because it's someday, and then you and your mom or whoever get into a fight. And then two seconds later, you gotta Mm -hmm. be like, just let it go. Yay! Today is her day. Because they turned the corner, and guess what? 
there's a pizza coming down from a crane, right? Like a crane a is like giant superimposed pizza. <laughs> yeah, it is super fake. It's really funny. It's so but with big. a giant truck with a giant crane. <sighs> it's on Miss Patty's, like, and there's so many lights. At, yeah, it like, looks like a thing. <laughs> how is Miss Patty's not going to just be full of cans? Because 300 cans. You can't put 300 people in Miss Patty's. Well, if everybody has two sodas, that's 150 people. Uh, if everybody has three sodas, that's you don't still have sodas. Like, oh my goodness. Well, we don't get to see the party. No. But Lorelai loves yeah, she it. Does. She looks genuinely happy at this point. Yeah. Yeah, she just forgets the argument, forgets the bad day she's mm-hmm. had. Well, more like the bad dinner she just had dinner and she looks like she's gonna enjoy the hell out of this party the party Heck where yeah. her cake will read happy 16th birthday right, Lorelai. yeah back before your daughter had wrecked your body <laughs> <laughs> honestly i was thinking in this episode god damn lauren looks so good yeah oh like, my god what a good episode for her yeah but i i think that might be just every episode lauren is just a babe yeah but guys, that was the episode. I like this episode. I think it's kind yeah, of like a billary thing, but it's fun to have those. It's Yeah, it's a fun episode. It's... Our next episode is not billary. It is not. It's... So it's, it's nice to have a really nice one. Every time you guys say fillery, I think of fillery, the... The place in the Magicians series by Love Grossman. It's also a sci-fi show. <laughs> I I'm have like, Ooh, it's no a fillery idea thing? what you're talking about. Oh my gosh, where are my magician stands <laughs> at? Hit me up, guys. It's, that's on Netflix, right? Uh, it might be now. Uh, yeah. Is that not like the librarian? I've is wanted that a different one. It's different. Oh, there are librarians yeah. in. It's one of it's one of my favorite series of all times. I also recommend reading it. The books oh, book. the books are very different Ooh. than the show. Okay. But they're like, if you want a dark, gritty adult, hate this comp- uh, comparison, but like a Harry Potter. It's like a dark, gritty adult Harry Potter. But also Narnia. Yeah, that. That's Dresden Files. <laughs> Jim Butcher. <laughs> All right. Let's- anyway, yeah. back to our Gilmore Girl podcast. Um, <laughs> So, guys, who are we thinking for Townsperson of the Week? Because I kind of have someone, and I think it's off the beaten path a little bit. I was going to say Rory. I thought Rory I had Rory. a really good episode. That's, yeah. Like, she she did the party for her mom. She was there for Paris. She and her boyfriend had a cute moment. <laughs> I don't know. She got to share her Yale news with right, her grandparents. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. everything's going pretty good for Rory in this particular moment mm-hmm. in time. Right now. Right now. Right this time. But what about you guys? Yeah, I, I can think, support yeah. that. Yeah. No, I think Rory is a pretty a pretty clear choice. Okay, cool. Part part of me part of me wants to give it to Lorelai just I was because thinking it's her too. birthday. Like, it's her birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. But like, she doesn't know. But is um. <laughs> Is Luke in contention at all? No, because I feel like the 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 car theft mm-hmm. is like even though it's not something that's announced in this episode, Luke is Luke is still just missing the mark when it comes to parenting, which is fine because he got thrust into the role of parent 
as a grown man to a child he had no part in the creation of. Fair. But... And a very minimal relationship with, I bet. Yeah. Luke is doing his best, but I don't think it was, like, anything above and beyond in this particular episode. If Luke had somehow managed to convince Jess to quit Walmart and go to school full-time, then... I would have 100% given this to Luke. Through an open and honest conversation about, hey, I know you're not going to school. Yes. I want to make things easier for you so you can prioritize things. But no, that's not what happened. He stole his car instead. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Rory, congratulations. (laughs) You had a good week this week, babe. Let's see about next week. Oof. (laughs) Or two weeks from now. Oh. It's It's wild to think that this is... uh, this is a cute boyfriend moment, followed by arguably you know, the worst so cute. boyfriend moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it. I mean, we we talked about the beginning of the end, essentially. Yeah. And I think when we talked about it, we even said, like, there's a couple of, of cute moments sprinkled in there, mm-hmm. but nothing big. Nothing that, like, solidifies their relationship. Yeah. yeah. Well... That was this episode. Congrats, Happy birthday, Lorelai. (laughs) Enjoy your only birthday. (laughs) You will be 35 forever. Until next week, as always, I was Sandra. And I was Emily. And I was Jess. And we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening. This is Town Meeting, a Gilmore Girls rewatch podcast with Sandra, Jess, and Emily. You can follow us on Instagram at townmeetingpod. Send us an email at townmeetingpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash townmeetingpod and click message. You can also support us by subscribing to us on Spotify or buying us a cup of coffee on buymeacoffee.com slash townmeeting.